Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the final regular season edition of, well, at least before game of the regular 22 regular season for the New Orleans Saints of Believe in Saints. He is Terrence Copper. I am David Grubb. And TC, you know, you've been in this situation before as a player going into that final week of the season, knowing that the season ends after this game. It's not like the Saints don't have things to play for. This is a division game. It's a home game. You know, guys are playing for jobs and at least if not with the Saints for somebody else. But when you walk into that locker room for that final time and you put on a uniform and you know, we're taking it off and everybody, you know, we're going to have meetings, wrap up meetings, and that's it. What is that like? You know what? So it's two things. Uh, you got guys that are uh, – that is not – nobody's guaranteed to be back, but you got guys that you probably know going to come back. Uh, then you got guys that is really – that are really just fighting to stay in the league. So it's two different thought processes. For one, you're a competitor, so you want to win the game. Uh but the, some of those guys that already know they're going to be here and the type of season that we've been having, you're going to have some guys that are just trying to get through this game healthy. Just get through healthy so they ain't got to stay in New Orleans during the offseason to rehab. They can go on vacation, do different things like that. You know, So that's one mindset of some guys. Then you got another mindset of guys like, listen, this is an audition for me, another audition to really – Put a stamp, put a stamp on my, how, how I want to play. That I want to be here. That I can play in the NFL. So they're gonna go out and give it everything they have. But this really could be their last ride playing in the NFL. Period. You know. So those are two different mindsets that that you usually have when it comes to that last game of the season. And there is no hope for making the playoffs. You're just trying to get out healthy. Just to be honest with you. But because it's a division game, the mindset may be a little different. I've never finished a season up with a division game. There's, al- there's always been a, a team or a game that's not a division opponent. You know, so a lot of times guys just trying to get healthy, just trying to come out of this game healthy. But this right here may be a little different because it's a division game. Yeah, you know, you don't want to finish below 500 in the division. And certainly for Dennis Allen, you know, yeah, you've had a, a nice little stretch here, but you don't want the last thing that people remember about this season, a difficult season to be a home loss. You know, right. that, that's not how you want to walk into the offseason, um, I think, as as the New Orleans Saints. But, yeah, that I think that if it had been a non-division game, I think we would see a very different attitude for both of these teams. But I mm-hmm. think the Panthers come in and you've got a coach, an interim coach, who has something to prove, and he's still auditioning for a job, and players there who are also fighting for – you know, their place in the future of a Panthers organization. 
So I think we'll get a little bit more competitiveness out of an, a week 18 game than you might ordinarily for two teams who aren't going to the playoffs. Definitely. I agree with that. Definitely wholeheartedly. Like I said, the fact that this is a division, a division game and both of these teams are, are kind of right on that verge of doing something special. You know, they just got to get the right pieces in, get the continuity they need because Carolina is not a bad team. Carolina is a very good team. And if you sleep on Carolina, they're going to beat you. You know, so uh, I think we talked about this before. The three things that Carolina needed to happen to become this team they've become into is, for one, they needed a new head coach, which they got. They needed uh, McCaffrey. They needed McCaffrey to leave because McCaffrey was a guy that stayed getting hurt. But you based your offense around McCaffrey, but he always was injured. So you needed somebody. He needed to go, honestly, so you can do something different offensively. And then you needed your quarterback change. Now, they got Donald back, if I'm not mistaken, but they needed Baker Mayfield to leave. So the three things that needed to happen for Carolina to kind of turn their season around happened. And that's exactly what they're doing. They turned their season around. They finished strong. I mean, they didn't win the last game, but they finished strong. Uh, they finished strong this season because their season was going terrible at the beginning. So, like I said, this should be a good game. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're coming off a couple of tough losses. They got beat pretty bad by the Lions, and then they had an opportunity to to put Tampa Bay away and just mm -hmm. couldn't do it. And that's a young team. Again, that's you're talking about a, a team that's, that has not – they don't have closers yet. You know, mm -hmm. these guys have not mm -hmm. experienced winning, and they were going against Tom Brady in a pressure situation. You bet the, you bet on Brady in that, in, that, in that situation. But that's not the case for them here. They don't fear the Saints. They beat the Saints once already this year. They beat them mm -hmm. at home when they weren't playing particularly well, when the Panthers mm -hmm. didn't have an identity, when they didn't believe in themselves maybe as much as they might now. So I don't think that they're going to come in here any with any fear. And I think just recent history has shown that the Panthers versus the Saints has probably been the most competitive series in the entire NFC South. And, and if you look at it, what are we doing to be afraid? Why would opponent be afraid of us right now? You know, we're kind of in the same boat they're in. We're still trying to figure things out. I mean, we're finishing up strong the way we the way we want to, but our season didn't go the way we wanted to go either. You know, so it's not like we we are the same we are the same mighty saints that we used to be. You know, because we've been struggling here lately, but we finishing up strong. So, like, it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a great game to watch. Uh, I think this game is going to come down to the wire again. There's one thing that is also going to have an impact on this game that has nothing to do with these players, but it has to do with a fellow player, um, someone in, in the NFL brotherhood. Um, and that's, excuse me, you know, dealing with the injury to DeMar Hamlin. And, you know, we all saw what happened on Monday Night Football and him going into cardiac arrest on the field. Um, some good news today that, that yes, he's still in critical condition, but he's starting to respond. He's showing remarkable improvement was the quote that the Bills uh, sent out today, um, just about a, maybe an hour ago um, on Friday morning, um, Thursday morning, excuse me. And um, you're glad that he's doing so much better, but there's no way that every player in the league doesn't take the field this weekend thinking about him, their families are thinking about him, and they're thinking about themselves too, 
could this happen to me? Now, you got to block that out. And, and I know that's what you do by nature when you play this sport. But again, you're the only one who could tell the listeners the perspective of what that is to see that, because I'm I'm sure at some level, it may, it, it may not have been to this extent, but you've seen players, teammates, opponents in those situations, and you've had to go back out and play. We definitely did. And never like this before. Uh, never like this. DeMar represents everybody in the league. And when I say he represents everybody in the league, what happened to him could easily happen to someone else. You know, because honestly, when it happened, I didn't I didn't know what was going on. Because after he made the tackle, he stood back up. And then when he collapsed again, you know, I'm like, man, what is going on? Like, what is this? We just never seen anything like it. And then when they start performing CPR, that's a whole nother deal. When you start, when you got to get CPR, it's different from a guy that breaks his leg or maybe break an arm or just or get a concussion, even though those things are serious. But when you actually trying to revive somebody and get them breathing again, that is a totally different story, you know, and. And I'm thankful that the NFL didn't continue that game because the players' mindsets would not have been there. Uh, I'll give you another example. When I was in Kansas City, uh, it didn't anything happen in the field where we had a teammate of mine, uh, Javon Belcher. He ended up uh, killing his girlfriend and then shooting himself at the facility Saturday uh, before the game, before we was playing the, the Panthers, matter of fact. And if we had a game on that Saturday, there is no way in the world that we would been able to step out in that field and play a game because mentally we was not there. And I'm quite sure that's exactly how uh, those players was on that field. Mentally, you're not there because it's more, it's bigger than, it's bigger than sports. This is about life. Um, like you said, he had, he got a family uh, just, and he represents everybody in the football, in the football, in the NFL football program, period. Not, not just in the NFL, all of football, because we all play in the same game. And what happened to him was a freak accident, but it could happen to any one of us. You know, so it kind of hits home when you're playing this sport because that was a routine tackle. You know, that was a routine tackle he made. You know, so it just, it resonates with everybody in the football world because it could easily happen to anybody else. Uh, it's just unfortunate that it happened to him. Yeah, I, I don't want to make this a discussion or anything about, you know, because people will have the discussion about pro football and, and what we should do and all these things about it um, and safety. And, and that is a valid discussion, but it's not, this is not the time for it, I don't think. But the part that I, I do think that that is important to talk about is just, I think it, it's also a moment that we, again, affirm the humanity of the player. Because I think it's easy because we watch football on television to view this as a show and that, you know, like wrestling or something like that. And, and that these are, you know, superheroes and they go out there and they can, they can take it and they know, well, we, we assume, you know, the risk, you know, that there is a risk. You don't, you do not expect to pay that young man, DeMar Hamlin did not expect that as part of football, he was going to have a cardiac arrest in the middle of a field on Monday night. That's that's not one of the things you sign up for. You think I might blow my knee out. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, I might I, I might get a concussion or two, you know, I could break something here and there. Yeah. You don't think you might die. And and I think that that's 
the important thing is that we have to understand these are these are people. These are these are men trying to provide for their families and in some way trying to save their families financially, that they are making mm-hmm. a sacrifice physically, knowing that they will not be the beneficiary in the long term because they are willingly shortening their lives to play this game for their families. And I think that we have to understand that that is a sacrifice. That is a sacrifice. It, the money is fantastic, but in the scheme of things, it is still a trade-off that families and players have to make about the physical health of someone they love. And that's who suffers the most. Uh, when, when a family member passed, no matter how that person passed, that's who suffers the most. It's the families and friends that suffer because they are left here with the memories. They're left here with the, with the grief. They're the ones that suffer from it. You know, so it's like, it's just a bigger picture than football. This is real life. Uh, like, I'm just glad that he's doing better. Uh, I'm glad his family and, and high spirits, everybody's been praying for him. The NFL, I think they did the right thing of canceling that game. Uh, so, you know, and hats off to, to the, uh, the EMS for actually bringing him back through uh, revitalizing him, you know, so hats off to them because if they didn't do their job properly, you know, we might be talking totally different right now, you know, so, you know, just a great job on everybody behalf when it comes to the situation and just continue to pray for him to get better. Absolutely. Um, let's, you know, there's no easy transition. So we, we bring it back to the, to the game. Um, clearly, you know, we've seen the saints, and the, and the Panther strategies have both been particularly kind of similar um, over the last few weeks. It's been grinded out, uh, pound, you know, get as many carries as you can, shorten the game offensively and play sound defensively, try to get team and play the, the, the field position game. Um, I would expect again that this is where the two teams combined for less than 40 points um, in this ball game, that this is somewhere around a 17 to 14, a 13 to 10 type of ball game. Um, and again, I'll give the Saints just because they have been closing well down the stretch and they're at home. Um, I think I'll give them the edge in this one and I'll call it 17 to 13 Saints. I agree with you. Um, maybe not 17 to 13, but like you said, it's going to be a grinded out game. It's going to be more of a defensive game. Uh, I think those two phases of both teams is what has been sustaining them uh, defensively. The Panthers, their defense has been sustaining them. Of course, with the uh, the Saints, our defense has been sustaining us, especially times when our offense couldn't get it going. So it's going to be a grind out, like you mentioned, and it's going to be a defensive type game. I'm going 17-20 Saints. And then, of course, they'll get to celebrate Cam Jordan breaking the uh, all-time sack record in, in his offseason. We don't know. I mean, honestly, I, I would say to fans, take this moment because every team is different, every year is different. Take this moment and enjoy the good things about what this team did, the fact that they fought for all 18 weeks, that they didn't quit on this season, Mm -hmm. and observe these players, because we don't know who's going to be back next year. We don't know what direction the the franchise will make. So I think it's important, yeah, give them their, their due, and I'm, I'm mm-hmm. sure the Superdome crowd, which is one of the best in, in the entire league, if not the best, will certainly um, appreciate uh, this team and the effort that they gave this season. Oh, yeah, definitely. They, they never gave up when they could have, when they could have. Because at one point of the season, everybody was scratching their head about them. 
Uh, I don't think, I think it was a point to where a lot of us had doubts about this team. Uh, what are we going to do? Had doubts about the coaching staff, had doubts about the players, but for the players to really, the players and the coaches to continue to band together and, and put their best effort forward on the football field and give good product on the field and give the fans something to watch and how they continue to fight to fight back and, and have a record that they have now, uh, even though we're not going to the playoffs, but this season was looking bad early and we could have easily laid it down and just let it get out of hand. But the way we're finishing up this game, you have to appreciate that because uh, that's not how all teams go about it. Uh, I think the Saints is an exceptional team, even though we have, even though we're not playing, even though we don't have the record that we want to have. But the way they have been fighting, uh, the coaching staff banding together, the players banding together, and I think you hit it right on the head. You got to really enjoy these players, especially the guys that have been there for a while, because you don't know if they're coming back like your Alvin Kamara's. You don't know. You know. You don't know. You don't know um, Cam Jordan. You just don't know the situation. So you really need to. Enjoy this football game. Enjoy watching your favorite players out there playing. Uh, and then we'll see what all season brings. Absolutely. Brother, it's always a pleasure. Uh, we'll talk on, on Monday and wrap this the, the season up and start getting to some of those off-season questions. Um, but, you know, I appreciate you and, I, and I've enjoyed this first season together with you. Yes, sir, man. Look, you have been amazing, man. You have been amazing. You're great at what you do. Uh, I'm just thankful that I had the opportunity to work with you as well. All right, until next week, uh, he is Terrace Copper. I am David Grubb, and this has been Believe in Saints, brought to you by betonline.ag. Uh, who that? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.